We are not sports censor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Debate Amongst Friends. I am the Professor John Guiding. My co-host over here is Doc Leesner, the podcasting beast, and we're ready to provide you with another fun edition of sports news, analysis, and the reads. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Debate Amongst Friends. Doc Leesner, I'm the Professor John Gotti, and yes, we have to talk about this. This was the biggest story heading into the weekend, and it's the biggest story out of the weekend. People barely want to talk about these games, Doc, so we're going to have to talk about this practice. Practice? Not even a, not even a practice. Oh, a workout? Yes. <laughs> Like, like we over here talking about workouts, and we have we have teams, NFL teams, players who are trying to jockey for positions for the playoffs in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Playoffs, playoffs? You kidding me? And some Colin people got to win another game. Colin Kaepernick got a workout. I just want to see that. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I don't know. I, I thought it was way too much exposure for a workout. Um, but I'm interested to hear your take. I know the media has been just baiting. They've been doing a lot of bait and switch. They've been throwing gasoline and kerosene and anything else that burns salt, in the dumpster. Salt on the wounds. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> like they're, you know, catching feelings. You know, I know, I know at the end of Borderlands 3, you know, that this girl is on fire song was. <laughs> right. But today, Stephen right. A. Smith is on fire because he was going absolutely ballistic. But let's talk about the workout before we talk about the media. Because we got to get that part out of the way. Because we're going to have fun with the media, ladies and gentlemen. We're really going to have fun. No, no. Listen, listen. We're really going to have fun with the media. <laughs> I definitely agree. This think, um, this doc right here was, and, and I mentioned this before. This was a classic example of a poll measuring comp test, and we can't say what the right term really is, but it was a poll measuring contest for both sides. Or uh, for the NFL side, they try to you know get Colin Kaepernick to do this workout on their terms, completely within their terms, and. You know, whether it's true, whether it's not true, you know, we're not going to state things as facts unless we know it's a fact. But, I mean, they could have been setting up for failure. Whereas with the Kaepernick camp, they wanted full transparency. They wanted the media to be there because it was a closed-off workout. And at the same time, this whole waiver thing that people are spending way too much time on became the main focus of discussion because that's what they wanted to talk about. You know, then there was a Kunta Kente shirt. That was an issue and, oh, and all these stupid things. <laughs> and we're over here supposed to be talking about Colin Kaepernick, the player. Whether he can still right. play. I mean, and from, from what we were able to say, he was pretty good. But yeah, we, we once again for, for him being away for three years. I mean, it was pretty good for three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, like, like you have to take it take it within that box by itself. Now, is he like you know uh, Aaron Rodgers less uh, uh, good? No, Patrick Mahomes good. No, but he's been away for three years. Like we have to understand that. 
I mean, sure. Maybe. Just a bit. Maybe. I don't know. Just a little bit, yes. Like, just, just a sliver. Well, the one thing I'll say is that, first and foremost, the, the quality of the video, and I don't know if you had good quality, but... No, it was terrible. I didn't, was yeah, terrible. I was... It was terrible. You know, so I was just like, okay, like, it could have been better. Like, you've been gone for three years. Like, you could have did this on your own and put together a better production than what we got. Oh, so, I mean, in, in that retrospect, I probably would have just let the NFL, like, went with the NFL media coverage and then just invited your own people to record. Um, I can understand the conspiracy theory portion from his camp. You know, like, hey, you're throwing this quote-unquote waiver in my face, which, you know, looking at the waiver, it looks pretty standard. It was very standard. You know, it was very standard. Basically, you know, protecting themselves, like, hey, you know, this workout doesn't guarantee that you're going to get an opportunity to play. You know, I'm pretty sure this is something that might just be handed out to people who just try out in general. Um, I, I and, and, you know, this was on the day when they arrived at the Falcons um, facilities for this workout. And there was a lot of, you know, scuttlebutt about how come this workout took place so quickly uh, because they went through on a Saturday and there wasn't really a whole lot of time. Now, I feel like if they wanted to do this waiver, they probably should have done it once they gave them the invite. In my opinion, then you know we don't have to talk about a stupid waiver, hmm. like 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 it's the smoking gun of this whole case. It's not the smoking gun, Doc. Yeah, I don't think it was a smoking gun either. I think it was really more about uh, media access. And I think what somebody else told me was that he wanted to make sure he knew who his receivers were. Uh, that was the other aspect, which I can understand. If you're going to be throwing and you're trying to showcase, you know, a lot of your qualities, including your deep ball, you know, your shallow crosses, like all the throws that they make you do at a combine, you want to make sure that these are receivers that you know. Yes. Now, on the other side of things, you know, when college kids are coming in, they don't typically have that same luxury of, you know, handpicking, their you know, own. their wide receivers. Yep. Um, but at the same time, at, at the same sides. time, unfortunately, the historic aspect of this whole circus, I mean, now, I think it's I think it's safe for us to say it's a circus now. Big time media circus. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the history behind it, you know, I can understand as well, too. If you bring in the NFL, bring in their own receivers and Colin Kaepernick doesn't know who they are. I mean, that could be, you know, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, sandbagging what he could potentially do. To make him look as you know bad, worse than that he really is. Right, and that's ultimately what it is. And and you think about it, if there's no, like, if his camp doesn't have any video proof, ultimately he could say, oh, they altered the video. Oh, they didn't showcase, you know, some of the great throws. They only highlighted the bad. The bad you throws. know, so, exactly. Uh, and that kind of thing, like, oh, Colin Kaepernick was inaccurate. You know, and he's like, what the heck? You know, I completed like sixteen passes in a row, and they just showed my incompletions. You know. Yeah. Um, but ultimately what we saw, I thought he looked good. He looked like he was still in shape. He looked mm -hmm. like he could still, you know, throw the ball very, very well. And, um, you know, he, he looked like he could still play. I, I mean, think and I, I, I think I, I honestly completely agree with you. I think he can at least, you know, 
I mean, probably definitely not the starter, but I mean, granted, we had quite a few QB injuries this season, just like we had last True. year. Yeah, you know, I mean, which, granted, which I mean, I think um, helped out some of those teams who was trying to be a playoff team, but they're not anymore. No, I don't know. I think if I'm looking at the teams, I'm sure there are about 10 teams, I think, that he could be on right now and be a quality player. Mm-hmm. Five, four or five, in which I could say he would be a better starter. Yes. And that's just after 10 games. I mean, you know, Bengals I feel like. definitely on top of that list. Yeah, Dolphins, Dolphins, you know, even even the Bears. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I I think I think the people of uh, Chicago will be taking the least likely evil of wanting Colin Kaepernick to be their QB versus Trubisky at this point. And I had high I had high hopes. I drafted Trubisky in two leagues, so I had high hopes for Trubisky, and he ain't let us down. I I feel so bad for you. I'm so sorry. I mean, I cut him. Early, yeah. but I mean, I drafted him twice, um, and it's a shame that you know you have to go with you know a backup backup kind of thing yeah. to to get a quality starter. But I mean, when you look at some of these teams, it's like the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick can get jobs. You know, uh, I'm trying to think of another veteran that got a job, and you're like, well, how does this guy keep getting jobs? Nathan Peterman? Peterman you know, uh, Mike Glennon. Matt Barkley, yeah, some of these guys, they can get these backup jobs, and you're like, well, I'm pretty sure Kaepernick, although he doesn't want to quote-unquote kneel for the flag, I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure he can play football better than them. Um, And that's where it kind of stinks. Now, some of the language in in the waiver. Are we still about the waiver? (laughs) Listen. Yeah, let's let's finish with the waiver, then let's talk about the media. Let's let's do that. Let's Let's talk about it, yes. So only thing about the waiver I can understand them not saying is like if he signs it, it's like, okay, if you don't get signed, you know that it's no fault of the NFLs. Like this is just the way the process works, which is just how it was anyway. And I guess that is like certain points in there. And I think it kind of emphasized it twice. I mean, that would yeah, be they, the only other thing it, I could think of. a few times actually in there. Yeah, and that's the only thing I can think of that might be like, mm, no, nah, this waiver seems like if I sign it, like, you know, NFL teams could be like, oh, I don't have to, you don't have to sign him or even, you know, consider him. Well, it's, but it's I a mean, private I don't, business. Like, they don't have I don't, to do that. But I also don't think that, you know, if teams don't want to sign him, they just don't sign him. I mean, at this point, he's had opportunities to play football. He just doesn't want to play for these teams with a low amount of money. He easily could have went to any of these other leagues, destroyed it, you know, showcased all his talents, and then teams wouldn't even have an opportunity to say, you know what, I cannot even fathom to pass on Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. I know he don't want to kneel. I know he's doing this, all this other stuff outside of football, but I really want to win games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So Well, and once again, and I think the other side too, and once again, this is going to what the media chooses to speak about and not speak about. Let's say he did sign a you know minimum wage uh, type of contract with a team, mm-hmm. and he became like the fourth string, so he's just on the practice squad. He, he's not going to get a chance. Meanwhile, that team Fourth is, string on what? Hmm? Fourth string where? Well, third string, sorry. Um, third string where? Third string where? Oh, I'm I'm just using the hypothesis. Don't even I'm give not. me a hypothetical on this one. I want to know like what 
XFL, CFL. Oh, no, I was about NFL. Freaking, I was about NFL. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm talking about he could have went to any other league oh, and dominated. okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. he had an opportunity to play, but he didn't want to play for the low money. Um, he wanted to get paid. That's what I'm saying. If he would have went to any other league, because he could have went to Canada, Canada, that Canadian Football League, and just destroyed the whole league. Oh, absolutely. You know, he he could have been had, the... Uh, well, he, he could have been the uh, Marbury of uh, football. Yeah, I mean, he could have got his, his Doug Flutie on out there. I mean, he could have really... Doug Flutie. Yeah, he could have dominated all leagues. He could have went to that developmental league that didn't pay all their players and dominated that. He could go to Vince McMahon and say, you know, Vince, I'll kneel for you. Pay me a million dollars, I'll kneel for you. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to dominate your league. So, he, I mean, he could have dominated all leagues. But at the end of the day, I don't blame you. I'm sure he's still making millions of dollars oh, just on his Nike his Nike deal alone. So, I mean, granted, I I would hate to, you know, be in a situation where I would have to choose. But, I mean, ultimately, if we had to drop Jameis, I guess, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't be too upset if it was Cap, I guess. Because at least Cap can run away from the from the non blocking aspect of things, yeah, but that's another that's a whole another it's a whole another story. But let's let's see about this media though. I mean, I don't really understand. Like you wake up in the morning, like mm-hmm. let me tell you, wake up in the morning. You know, I get all these alerts on my phone, and you know, I'm just you know, I breeze through all. I swipe to the left, you know, to get it off the the notification. I'm just swiping, and you know, I come across, you know, you know, oh media. Waiver, oh, it's time for Philip Rivers is done. His time is over. Oh, you know, the Redskins quarterback yelling at his his lineman. You know, what can I do better? I don't know if you've seen that. I did see that one. Oh my god, it's just like the media picks up on everything, and they find a way to just twist it and turn it so that it just looks like. The biggest deal in the world, or the most ugly yeah. deal in the world, and and these, like, I get it. I don't. I still don't. It's all. Well, look at it. Look at it from two sides. All right. So just that aspect right there. So you know, you got a young quarterback and Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. He's literally asking, "Listen, guys, what? Help me. Help me." Please, <laughs> you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> so you know, whereas. You know, some other quarterbacks they would never do that. Like Jameis might have got sacked sixteen times over this past the past couple of seasons, the past couple of weeks. weeks. But, yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, seasons. Last, right? I tell you that is a lie. Last three weeks, he might have got sacked sixteen times. Hit, I know he got hit about twelve times this past week. Which is ironic because like, Jameis Whitten has, uh, I want to say, eighteen interceptions to the year, I believe. No, seventeen. Yes, which and Philip Rivers. It's eighteen. Had no, no, you're right. It's eighteen. Okay. And Philip Rivers, um, as of last night, has like, uh, I think, fourteen. But the thing I'm, I was the thing I'm trying to point is here. I guess it's the fact that you have to remember that Dwayne Haskins is a rookie, so he's sitting there. He's like, "Listen, what do I have to do to help you all?" Yep. But I guess when you're looking at it and the way the media catches it, we don't know what was said. We can't. I can't hear any of the linemen, so it's like it's complete. My only. Say. Yeah, my only thing now is like, dang, Dwayne Haskins out here pulling a Willie Beeman. <laughs> you know, if y'all don't want to be on the field, then get out of here because I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it felt, like straight Willie Beeman. Yeah. You know, 
But I'm sure, you know, Drew Brees, I'm sure Tom Brady at one point in his career, I'm sure all these quarterbacks at one point, like, what do I have to do, guys? Just tell me what kind of adjustments can we make? You know, like, am I not seeing something correctly? But yeah. the media just, I mean, they're they're ruthless out there. They're, and they're I mean, this whole episode, this whole episode is about the media. So it's perfect. The media are, are piranhas. They just care about the clicks. They just so, care about I mean, just, just taking these minute stories that, like you said before, just expunge it to the point to where it just sheds uh, people within sports in the worst light possible. And Well, let's talk about your boy, though. My, wait, wait, wait. Be extra careful the, uh, what you say next. The, uh, the umbilical cord gall guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you gotta be extra careful with that. I'm about to, I'm about to shut down the, <laughs> to shut down the show. What, what? Listen, the 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 amicable emilia gated you said go to that guy. So he said something yesterday in regards to the Colin Kaepernick situation, where he was backing. The NFL, you know, once again, people are entitled to their opinions. He got paid. But unfortunately, he also got paid. He got extended. He so got I an mean, extension I... on ESPN as well, yeah. too. So he when he extended. said what he said, it, it made a lot of people. It doesn't even matter about the race. It's not about race at this point. Like, people no. got mad. And they drug his name through the dirt. All over social media. Oh. I saw it all. Instagram. Got him. Twitter. Got him. Facebook. <laughs> got him. So got him. So he decided on national TV today to go complete. I'm I'm from the streets. I will I will talk you down with a smile on my face without uttering a dang curse word. And he he gave people the business. Regular citizens. And other people within the media who was giving him the business as well, too. It was hilarious because he felt a certain type of way for what he said. He had to try to double back on what he was trying to say, too. Because the way he said it, and we, and we want people to listen to these things. We want you to come up with your own opinion. We don't want to say it all. We don't want right. to give you the answers because what you may believe might get skewed about what Doc and I believe. So we're not going right. to do that because we want you, the people, to have your own opinion. So check it out. And the part that stinks is that we're talking about a guy who hasn't played in three years. Yeah. He's not on the NFL team. You know, he has a workout and the whole world loses their mind. The whole world loses its mind because, because the story isn't just about football. It's bigger than football. And it shouldn't have never gotten to this point. I think I think we agreed to that when it first happened. In fact, like it should right. have never gotten to this point, but it got to this point, and it stewed and it manifested for three years. And guess what, NFL? It's back, and it ain't better than ever. Cap Watch. Cap Watch twenty twenty is here. That's right. Yeah, and it's going to continue. And and I hate it because it it takes away from his past. And I know a lot of people say like, some people were like, Oh, he wasn't that great. And, but it's like, 
it doesn't even matter how great a person was because you got guys who are just who, like I said, just keep getting opportunity after opportunity. Here's- and it's really about the media, you know, like just the way they cover it and just the way they're portraying it. Like the- they're the ones that made it about the flag. Yes, it was you them. Understand? Thank you. Like the, in the yeah. words of Ric Flair, yes, yes. <laughs> You want to see it? You know, but, yeah. Like, even even going back to your point, like people who saying that, oh, he was trash. Like he wasn't trash. He really wasn't trash. He, he really went to Super wasn't. Bowl and everything. No, he, just take the Super Bowl out of the way. Like if you look at his, like, this is a stats guy saying this. Look at his stats. He was great. His QBR was towards the top in the league. And, and people honestly, are saying that he's trash because they just don't like the fact that he wants to do something for something that he – it's because of that. But they use, you know, what he does on a social platform to decide whether or not he was good on the field. And that's not right. That's not right. And I think, honestly, you know, in regards to his legacy, I've always said this, but I think he's – one. I mean, he's really one throw away from, you know – winning a Super Bowl. Like, if yeah. they throw this ball, if they throw the ball to, I believe they had Randy Moss at that time. If they throw the ball to Randy Moss rather than, than Crabtree, uh, you yeah. might be talking about something different. We're talking about something completely Some, different. Something but, completely different. Something yeah. completely different. Um, but ultimately, it was a workout. Hopefully something comes up, comes out of it. If it comes to Tampa, I'll be okay with it. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I have no choice but to be okay with it. I'm sure, you know, the great folks at Tampa who who I think would accept him um, because a lot of people don't like Jameis, but a lot of people just, some people are racist. I mean, there's no question about oh, it. I mean, some people are just racist. I mean, they just don't like the fact they're having a black quarterback. Um, but then there's just some people who are just like, he stinks, you know, all this other stuff. But I mean, I think like if you chose two people, they probably would be like, you know, I'll accept Kaepernick. <laughs> but most people, most teams would. I think most teams would. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you had a chance to, yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. But we got more about the media to talk about after these messages. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we now move on to another subject that the media took way out of context, way over the top. Pointed the wrong fingers. I'm talking about the brawl for it all. <laughs> Miles Garrett versus that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback, Mason Rudolph. And which I I can I called him Randolph so many times. You over have. This past week it was hilarious. I, I was like it was like Randolph, Randolph. It was it was kind of. Uh, but <laughs> the brawl for it all, who started it? Oh my God. That man has a family. He hit him over the head. No hair, no headshots are allowed in this league. Nope. Uh, you know, Especially my God. Oh my gosh. He, he's broken in half. I mean, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> yeah. You know, where's Jr. when you need him? No, we, we don't need Jr. but yes, you're right. The media took I mean, this story Way out of proportion. Way out of proportion. Like they're like we hear people talking about he needs to be suspended for 14 games, which I don't believe. Uh people are saying that that he should be banned from the league, which I don't believe. People are some people are calling him a thug, which is totally out of context. 
way out of context. You know, pe- people were saying that, you know, he needs to be, he needs to think more logically in the heat of the moment. And I'm like, you've never played a, a snap of football in your life. Shut up. And you've never been like, I mean, he Rudolph was actually attacking him down there. So, I mean, it's think, like okay, really tough. Let's, let's think. Um, please tell them about that. Tell them the I full mean, scenario about he, what happened that led to the helmet shot heard around the league and the world. I mean, it was pretty rough. Um, so from what I saw in the video, which I don't know how the NFL only slapped him over the wrist with a little fine, but um, yeah, I know. <laughs> so, I mean, so what I saw is I saw Mason Rudolph like almost looked like he was like trying to poke him in the eye, looked like he was trying to take his helmet, take he his helmet off. He was trying to take both of them off. He was trying to. And do both. then when he was laying on his back, I saw him like kick him a few times. Yep, him in the groin. A, a few shots to the balls. Yep. Um, and then might have to call him Balls the, Mahoney. Right, balls. <laughs> um, but, but after that, I mean, granted, I've always seen people throw punches at helmets, and I always thought it was like the dumbest thing to see. Dumbest like, thing ever. Why would you punch a helmet? But in this situation, you don't have a helmet on. It would have been probably a little better to punch him in the face. But how can you punch somebody in the face if you're holding the helmet? So what do you do? You swing the helmet. I mean, you know, like, and honestly, he he definitely got caught up in the moment. Yes. I mean, it's a violent game. You know, you got this guy trying to disrespect you, you know, trying to disrespect you. And, you know, you have to teach him a lesson. But, like, we're not talking about flag football. We're not talking about Mm two-hand touch. Like, this is, Mm -hmm. it's a physical game. And in the words of Ray Lewis, it's a he's a man he can get hit like and and just to give more people background like Mason Rudolph was having a terrible game a horrible game oh I know and again and no one's talking about that piece (laughs) like they're like yeah well Miles Garrett you know was trying to go for the sack and um Mason Rudolph did a shovel pass off like no one even don't even know who the receiver Mason Rudolph threw it to by the way like no one's talking about know. that exactly. Like yeah, no, one, no one cares I, about that. I had no like, idea he completed the pass. Yeah, exactly. See, <laughs> yeah, and he, again, that's that's my quarterback, which I'll probably put but, him on the waiver this but, week. Miles, he might get waived for it. He might get cut for that. <laughs> just just on strength, I I I can understand that. But yeah, Miles Garrett, you know, after he made contact with the quarterback, he tried to finish the play. He didn't know that you know the ball got pitched off like that, and he put him to right. the ground. And then, of course, the scuffle happened. And the frustration for Mason Rudolph, and this is things that we can actually accurately conclude based off if you watch the game and not just the clip that the media want you to see. If you watch the game, you'll be able to see it. The frustration got to him. And even before that play, he got sacked two times. He did. He got sacked back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Back to back. And then almost got sacked a third time by Miles Garrett. So the frustration boiled over for Mason Rudolph. And he did what he did, which led to the events that succumbed from there. And it didn't really help out that he decided he still wanted to rush him 
after Miles Garrett took off the helmet. At that point, people keep saying this, and I agree with this piece. As soon as the helmet is off, everything should stop. It really should. That's what I mean. That's how for, it's supposed for, to be. For Miles Garrett, but especially Mason Rudolph. Are you yeah, insane? I wouldn't, have been anywhere, I wouldn't have been anywhere near him. Like, we're talking and then about the linemen. The linemen were there, and like they were, you know, they were right holding there, him back. To, they was holding back Miles Garrett. And Mason Rudolph I mean, still rushed him like, oh, well, he's being held back. I'm going to sneak one out there. Yeah, that that right there was, again, not a good idea. Not a good and, idea. And ultimately, it's kind of like poking the bear. I mean, it I've heard that a few times this week. It is you know, poking like, the bear. She can't do that. Like people, Just can't do it. Like, the media's coverage. Rex Ryan should be ashamed of himself for someone who <laughs> is supposed to be so gung-ho about defenses and stuff like that. Like, you are, you know, a turncoat when it comes to the side of the ball that you love. Right. Like, I'm just going to call him out on that. Uh, and my thing is, in this situation, should he have hit him with the helmet? No, absolutely not. We're not, we're not, we're not saying that what he did was right whatsoever. You know, am I going to say he should never be allowed to play football again? Absolutely not. I don't no. think he should be banned for life or anything like that. That's that's ridiculous. Um, it just it just shouldn't happen. I, shouldn't I hope happen. that doesn't happen. Yeah, because that that would just be you know really really sad. Because um, he's a good player, and I know people are out there like, oh, it doesn't matter. He has to be taught a lesson, you know. But that's you have no idea. It's always like Mike Tyson used to say. You don't really know. You don't have a plan until you get punched in the face. Exactly. And in this situation, you're getting kicked. Who knows what kind of? I mean, stuff not was to being say it, said. Any better? Yeah. yeah, stuff was being said. You know, um, they might have been jawing all game. You know, uh, so it really stinks. You know, it goes back to my whole point in putting the Browns on the panic meter in the first place. Mm-hmm. That I didn't believe that Freddie Kitchens was the right guy, <laughs> um, but. I mean, that's neither here nor there. Nope. Nope. And I, and I think um, this is beyond just the coach. because and, and that was the part that the media started to bring it out, um, bring up too. They were just like, oh, well, you know, it's because of Freddie Kitchen. He doesn't have control of the locker room. Like, this, like, don't, don't use this as an example of, you know, Freddie Kitchen's bad coaching. Like, right. like this is an isolated incident. It no is. matter how much I want to, this is an isolated incident. Like this no, could have happened with any team. At well, I don't any know point I don't think Belichick. I don't think Belichick's allowing that. I don't I think. Mean, well, I don't think. I mean, we. we yeah, know, I don't we know think. That with um, Belichick. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are. are I mean, know. he he quite literally is hearing you know sob uh, tweets and Instagram posts from Antonio Brown saying, yeah. "I just can't live without you." Oh my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't I don't know about that. I think um it's one of them situations where I don't think that would happen with any other team. I don't I don't think so. And again, this is an isolated incident, yeah. like you said. I don't I don't think Miles Garrett is like that. He was he was pretty much a, a pretty solid player coming out of college. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe it's because the Browns have been losing so much in the past that it could have boiled over from that. But they were winning this game, so it didn't they really were, make they sense. They were destroying this game. 
you know, they were just trying to, you know, get the sacks. And I, once again, trying to finish the game strong. I understand that, you know, that that's stuff that we've been taught. I haven't played football in my life, cool. but I've learned from some of the best, including that podcasting beast right there. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about all that, but, but I mean. But uh, the, you know, and also too, I want to give a big shout out to, to, to Pouncey, the center. You need to take some boxing lessons, bro. I was gonna put that. You need to take some boxing lessons because he threw a few shots and missed everything, and then he went for a kick and whiffed it. <laughs> I mean, so should it be boxing or kickboxing? Like it needed to be. It just needed to be something because he was just throwing at. He was just throwing hands at air <laughs> and losing. <laughs> so you saying he was out there just shadow boxing? He wasn't even shadow boxing. The shadow boxer just. Got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> that that bad, huh? I mean, I mean to to quote Rick James, the milk's gone dry. <laughs> <laughs> wow, not the milk's gone dry. <laughs> Charlie <Murphy>. um, but, <laughs> Oh gosh. I mean, but uh, but ultimately, I think that it's um it's definitely interesting to see how everybody kind of turned on. Miles Garrett, similar to what we were just talking about with Kaepernick, mm-hmm. changing the whole flag aspect and making it, or changing the whole protest aspect and making it about the flag, changing this whole idea of, hey, I'm on, I'm the one that's on the ground, you know, being kind of pummeled, pummeled here, like I'm, I'm getting like beat up here. Mm-hmm. Now I get up. You got two linemen on me. Yep. You got this. This jerk yelling, God knows what, and I'm still getting hit. Yep. So, yeah, he's lucky. He's lucky really to be. He he was lucky to be able to walk away from that. Honestly, yeah, that was a major hit. Yes, that was a big time hit. I mean, like, but, that but shot like, to the face. That shot to the face was really, really major. Yes, <laughs> lie to you. yes it was. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was just like, mm, he's lucky to have came away like without a concussion. Like he could have, you know, like anything could have happened. He could have went blind mm-hmm. after that a shot like that. So he's really lucky, in my opinion. I'm just but the media, the way they sw- the way they media. switched, exactly. though. yeah, they they yeah, switched it completely. Like it was one eighty, big time one eighty, and. I didn't think Miles Miles deserved that. Honestly, I I think everybody should have gotten this. If you're gonna suspend anybody, everybody should have got the suspension. I, yes. I don't. I think that's where the NFL messed up. Yes. Well, well, Miles Garrett's yeah. suspension should you know prevent him from playing the rest of the season, which I would agree with. Sure. Everyone else involved in that should have been suspended, yeah. especially yeah. Mason Rudolph, and the fact that he got sure. away with it with a slap on the like things could happen. Like people, like I don't know if you heard. Um, I think it was still on that ESPN NFL countdown. Someone mentioned that it was a potential bounty gate on Mason Rudolph. I'm like, who the mm. heck wants to bounty uh, put a bounty on Mason Rudolph? What has he done lately? But see, that's just because Greg Williams used to be the used to be the coach in Cleveland. So he's not that, even there anymore. He's not even there it, anymore. So, so I, I don't think that's. I think that's just that's. I, I don't, I'm not buying that. Brand. That was I'm not buying that. It was on the on um on the NFL countdown. It was uh what's his name? He used to play with the Patriots, uh, linebacker. Yeah, I don't think Mason Rudolph is 
bounty worthy. No, Logan. absolutely not. And anyone says otherwise, y'all need to, y'all need to, y'all need to explain that on the show. Put that in the comments. Yeah, out there. Like, I need, like, I need, leave, I need, I need you to log on to Anchor.fm right now. Yeah, put that uh, out or there. Or I guess, like, to, I guess when you hear this, you can log on to Anchor.fm. Exactly. Record a message. You know, hit us up on our social media. You know, at Debate Amongst Friends, of course, myself at TL Double, that guy right there at Professor John Gotti. Who would like to know because. I don't know who would put a bounty on my quarterback. No one. Yeah. No one. I just can't see it. Ridiculous. Now, in hindsight, could this situation have been prevented? Absolutely. Apps, and I'm pretty sure Doc agrees with me 100%. Like, this whole thing could have been prevented from escalating to the point that it did. I don't know how. I guess the referees would have had to step in. The referees would have definitely had to step in. You know, the referees like probably needed to tackle Mason Rudolph before he decided to get up and run towards him. Yeah, I didn't feel like their presence was anywhere near there. It wasn't near nowhere there. near it. Like, it was nowhere near yeah, it. Yeah. It was nowhere near it. And, and that's the other side that people are talking about is, well, where's the referee? They're supposed to quickly try to stop this. This was, you know, part of the initiative, you know, ever since. And this is bleeding over to, and to the NBA. Actually, no, a few years ago, actually. Uh, I forgot who was the player, but, like, a fan threw a bottle at him. And he was about to go up in the stands and fight him. You know what I'm talking about. You said an NBA? No, in the NFL. I was, was going to use the mouse, the palace, but actually a fan actually threw something at a player as he was as he was being ejected, and he tried to jump in the stands. That happened, like, well, a few I years ago. That. Yeah, I saw that clip they showed. I think it was a player from Seattle. Uh, I think if it I'm was not Seattle. Mistaken. I think it was Seattle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm talking and about. But like yeah, since but like since then, like they're like, you know, refs, yeah, I need to get in there as quickly as possible to try to de-escalate this situation. So we don't, you know, see the worst that happen. Like, yes, this situation could have been, you know, as worse as it can be, but it wasn't. However, in my opinion, I feel like everyone is judging based off of what could have happened instead of what actually right. happened. Oh, I agree. I mean, testify. Because people are like, yeah, you know, Mason Rudolph could have had, you know, something worse happen. He could have been killed. It was assault and all these other things. But is that what happened? Well, you know, it could have. But is that what happened? Well, you know, it could have. But is that what happened? The answer is no. And we need to make the punishment based off of what occurred instead of what could have been. Yeah. And I did see somebody say that um, on Facebook shortly after it happened. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, if Mason Rudolph would have been killed, would it have mattered, you know, who started it? Yeah. Like, I mean, sure, but that's that's not what happened. That's not what happened. So, yeah. It's, I, you know, man, I, I don't know. I just think that it's one of them situations that, again, if it's structured the right way, it never happens. Yep. If they if the officials are in there doing what they're supposed to be doing, and obviously, it's only what four, five, maybe six officials on the field. I'm sure they got all kinds of security guards. Yep. But something like something like this, like you said, should have been nipped in the. It butt. should have been nipped in the butt right before it happened. As soon as Miles Garrett got up with Mason Rudolph's helmet, everyone would have been, everyone should have been right there, and everything would have oh, been yeah. squashed. It was eight seconds oh. left in the game. Oh, yeah. And it turned yeah. into the longest eight seconds in NFL history. Oh, no. It was definitely crazy. 
<laughs> it was definitely crazy. So and, there were there were a, there's a lot of opportunity to prevent something like this from happening in the future. That's all we're trying to say, folks. That's all we're trying to say. Yeah, and that's all we can say. I mean, really, I mean, what can we do? Like, like I said, I know from my experience from watching football, from watching all sports, it's mm-hmm. like when you see it getting chippy, you start throwing people. You out. start throwing or people you, out. Base, baseball is notorious for that. Yeah, you throw a couple flags, you throw a couple texts. Yep. And then after that, you know, you really start Kick getting people out of there. Kick them yeah. out. Yeah. And I didn't. I mean, I, I can't. I can't see this just being a one two play kind of thing like no. this is something that had to be this like was all this was culmination all game long and that's the thing and that's what i you know talk about at the beginning of the segment is no one watched the whole game they're not talking about the whole game they're only just talking about that time that that play right there heck they wasn't even talking about that drive they were just about that <laughs> one play and yeah, making I'm their opinions sure. based off of that one play yeah, I know for sure that I didn't watch the game. I think I had passed out. But like I said, when I woke up and I saw everybody talking about my quarterback. Yeah. You know, my fantasy quarterback, my my lone fantasy quarterback that I fought tooth and nail to get. I'm so sorry. Even though, even though he's, you know, playing like a bum out there. I fought tooth and nail to get this quarterback. And now you got him out here taking helmets to the face. Helmets to the face. Unacceptable, sir. Unacceptable. That's my quarterback. I got For now, I'm, I'm actually probably going to cut him, honestly. I, 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 don't I think, think you I'm should cut him, him, actually. <laughs> yeah, I might get an opportunity because he's not, he, he's not doing well anyway. So I think, you know, if something's wrong with his brain now after taking this helmet shot, I don't want nothing to do with it. You got, you know, so many other quarterbacks out there now and I can go ahead and pick up. So yep. he'll probably be getting he'll probably be getting the X. It's a shame. But the media, the media, two and oh so far. Two and oh. Two and yeah. oh. And uh well, I guess we'll go to three and oh after we let's, come back from this this break. Absolutely. Let's 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 get this hat trick in. And welcome back to our third segment. This is for the NBA lovers out there, and I guess the Carmelo Anthony lovers. He is back, ladies and gentlemen, sporting the double zero yep. for the Portland Trailblazers. But you know one thing that really grinded my gears? Tell me, Doc. The first thing that popped up. Oh my God, Melo signed with the Trailblazers. He's going to get his revenge game on Monday against the Rockets. I, yes, I do remember that. I do remember that. You were so salty. <laughs> what? He's going to get his revenge game. Like, revenge or what? Out. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> Let the man tie up his shoes first. Like, revenge? He's lucky to just—he's just so happy to be there. Like revenge. I mean, I was just laughing because I was like, "How apropos that you know this was the week that two blacklisted um, players are now mm. going back to play the game that they love." Like, how apropos that was is, that? <laughs> that is—that's very, very crazy. Um, big time apropos. I mean, huge. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like I, I would have never expected 
them both to be in the. I would never expect them both highlight a week in the same week. I would have. I would have. Same week. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that. But yeah, that's. I mean, come on, media, come on. And he didn't even play. So now you got people who probably went out and bought tickets specifically to see Bello against Houston. Absolutely. And then he didn't even play. He didn't even get his jersey number. He, yet he just time. got his jersey number today, which is double zero. Congrats to you, Melo. You know, and I've been really high on you know Melo getting back into the league because I felt like no. the way that he left New York still pissed me off. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Please, please, because I'll start getting into say, a rant about Dolan. No, and no. We don't need that right now. <laughs> no, the interesting thing is that Carmelo's actually going to be starting tonight. That's the part that is interesting. I mean, he and Dame is out tonight too. Okay, but I I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would start him. I mean, he just got back. I mean, granted, I'm pretty sure he's they, going to do well. They need scoring. Like we can all agree with that. But I don't. Know if this is the right move to like just put him they, back in there because you know what he's gonna do. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter when you're mellow because you know what mellow's gonna do. He's gonna be like, Hey, listen, you one, two, three, four, please move over to the other side of the floor. I see what you did there, <laughs> I see what you did so there. that I can so that I can do my I, thing. I, I'm, That's actually, right. I'm actually kind of pissed off that you actually arrived that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, do you want to hear any more? That's like one, two, three, three four, four, move to the other side of the floor. Oh so I can gosh. do my thing. We, so we, I can we, do my we, thing. We may need to make a t-shirt for that. Wow. We may need to make a t-shirt for that. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Like, listen, I need you guys to get out of the way. So I can. It's kind of like, uh, you know, if you want to win, put booby in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, I get it, you know. But that's why it's okay for them to put him in because I'm pretty sure Carmelo's going to go in there. Listen, get out of there. Move. Come on, CJ. This this is not your show no more. It's the Melo show. This is my night. And I, I think Melo's going to do just fine. I know he's been – I'm sure he's been working out. I'm sure he's yeah. come in in great shape and all that other stuff. Um, but uh, the media, Rockets, media. last night. Yep. Rent, or Monday night, excuse me. Revenge game, meme, meme galore. You know. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, James Harden euroed all over the the Trailblazers last night. You know, another triple double for your James boy. Harden absolutely Russell crapped on him. He did absolutely and I, I, crapped on him. And I mean, it was just it was a sight to see. And, know, no is, and no one is and no one is still talking about the Rockets. So that brings me to my next gear that has been grinded. I'm not talking about Gruden grinder. I'm talking about gear that has been grinded. Your boy looked at mm-hmm. the Bleacher Report power range. Mm-hmm. Which, which for, for those at home, you know, or people listening to the app, we don't take what Bleacher Report says that seriously anymore. They have lost so much credibility. But let me tell you something, mean Gene. Okay, Hulkster. I'm looking at these power rankings. Mm-hmm. I'm using the and term loosely. 
And would you believe? I think I'm gonna give you a guess. Let me give you a guess. Where do you think they had their rockets listed? Definitely not in the if top. If you didn't five. see it, definitely not if in you the top five. It. Definitely not in the top so, five. <laughs> here's my problem with this. If they put the them rockets, out of the top ten, I'm um we might have to shut the show down. I'm, I'm maybe saying profanities. <laughs> until today, to this day, to this day, up until this day, they were outside of the top ten. They are eleven and three point five games behind the Lakers, who are number one. The Rockets were at number twelve. Whoa. At, whoa, at the last, whoa. listen there, at the last ranking, the Rockets were at number 12. They only moved up to number eight. And they are 11 and three, 0.5 game behind the Lakers at number one. A better record than the Heat, who are above them at number seven, which I understand is I think we lost to the Heat, if I'm not mistaken. But still, number eight. I was blown away. Blown away. So I just kind of was like, you know, what the heck Hold on. are they looking I, at? I am looking at this right now. They put So I'm going to say the, the seven teams that is above the Rockets that I believe is not true. The Heat, absolutely not. I mean, I get it. The Nuggets... They're starting Maybe. to catch their group, but absolutely not. Uh, the Rockets, I don't know. I, I would probably put the Rockets at number five, maybe, and even that stretch. And I'd probably put them at number four and put the Clippers at number five based on the way that they've been playing lately. Right. I mean, the Celtics have been balling. They're, I can't. I can't not yeah. say that. I mean, they've been absolutely. And the and the Bucks, you know, the and, Bucks the, and the Bucks are the Bucks. I just take number one. And and I'm not saying that as a professional. I am saying that personally, and you know why, Doc. We're going to get to that. In a second. Of course, but and the Rockets are not the number, also, are so. not the eighth best team in the NBA. Let me. I'm going to check. Um, let me just quickly check here. Yeah, we'll check today. I'm going to check I, the NBA power rankings on NBA.com. Yeah, I, mean, I, I was just blown away. I just I didn't even know what to even think, say, do. I kind of just like just. Closed it and just like said, uh, okay. NBA.com has the Houston Rockets at number five, so I was right. The Rockets should at least be at number sense. five, and they have the Nuggets at number four, the Bucks at number three, the Celtics at number two, and of course, those piss ants in Los Angeles at number one. I just think that's so crazy. I okay, let's let's get to the other subject because that see, I'm gonna get well, mad for you, and no well, one's saying so. So the thing is, we're talking about what the number one team right now, right? Uh, I mean, that's what we're talking about—the number one team. I mean, we was looking for a senior October for like four years, but suddenly, instead of October, we're just getting Lakers fans everywhere. So, you saw a video? No, I didn't see the video. Not not see the video. Oh, I'm saying okay. Saw, I'm like let's saw, let's emphasize that I didn't video. click on that at all, yes. and I wasn't going you to. Saw, okay, you saw a video. 
like you didn't see it, but you you saw it was on my list of recommended items to watch. You You didn't watch it. No, made that very clear. God no. But the title suggested that other teams were what was it? Was it scared? Yes. Of the Lakers. Why? Why other teams are terrified of the Los Angeles Lakers? And I don't. I don't know about that. I don't know because the t- teams are teams are afraid of the Clippers. You know, they're they're afraid of the Bucks. Yes. You know, they're still afraid of the Raptors, even though they don't have Kawhi anymore. So they're afraid of the Rockets because, I mean, they're clicking. Yeah. You know, I mean, the Lakers. Sure, they have LeBron, they have AD, and they have what we'll have to assume is a rejuvenated. Dwight Howard. Um, I don't. I haven't heard not one peep about Kyle Kuzma. I really haven't heard Rondo's name mentioned outside of my own mouth saying playoff Rondo. Yep. Um, so I don't know. Only thing I hear about, of course, is LeBron. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I hear. So I mean, I'm not 100 percent sure. You know, if it's going to be. This fear that everybody's talking about, I, I'm not, I'm not catching it. I don't know. Those fears sound like ghosts to me. I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100 sure. I, I'm, I can't even lie to you. I mean, Kyle Kuzma's averaging 14 points a game. Very quiet, 14. Very I quiet, heard, 14 points a game because no one's here for him. Yeah, Dwight Howard is only averaging seven rebounds a game. Hmm. Point four, uh, 1.6 blocks and seven points, but he's averaging almost four fouls a game. Wow, that's why no one's hearing from him again. That's why no one's hearing from him. How about the blocks? I mean, is he getting blocks? Uh, 1.4, no, uh, 1.6 blocks per game. And you said, and you said, how many points? 7.7. Uh, Uh, nope, seven, seven point, uh, seven points per game. Wow. So remember that whole week, you know, people saying, man, Dwight Howard is back and uh, he's getting double doubles and all this other stuff. Yeah, he kind of came down back to earth, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Meanwhile, Clint Capella's out here getting 9 and 20. Exactly. But no one's talking about that. You know why? Because the media, and I'm talking about all of them, and if they have a problem with me saying this, come get at me. At the Beta Monk's friends on Twitter and Instagram. At yeah, Professor I'll, John I'll, A. Gotti on Twitter and Instagram. Come at me. You show extreme favoritism to the Lakers, and it shows it with every single thing you talk about. Doc mentioned his Bleacher Report alerts. You will see more Lakers content on Bleacher Report. That have you ever seen within the past seven years? That's crazy. You hear people talk about the Lakers so much this year than you had the last seven seasons on ESPN. It's really the damnedest thing. It's almost like like that these corporate headquarters are in a place... For Laker homers. It's really insane. It is insane. 
And you're right. Clint Capella's having a heck of a season. But no yeah. one's talking about it because no one cares. And it goes back to what I've been talking about for a long time. People don't yeah. care about all these other players. They just want the clicks. And it's really sad. And it's sad. And they should be ashamed of themselves for acting this way. Because, I mean, here's a league. Here's a league. That's really, really talented. I mean, there's a lot of talented players in this league. A lot of rookies that are doing some amazing things. Yeah. Like rookies. I, I think there's one rookie that's undrafted that's, like, climbing up the, um, you know, the rookie rating or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, this is several people, you know. And I think we got kind of wind of that in the, I guess, pre-draft when we were talking about RJ, you know, uh, or, you know over Zion or John Morant or, yep. you know, where, you know, everybody's going, well, you know, obviously LeBron, LeBron Williamson, that guy called mm-hmm. him for, or Zion James, you know, he hasn't played yet. But when he does, I'm wondering if there's going to be a shift in the power of the media coverage. I, I would I would wonder that if there's going to be a shift in the power of the, I, the media coverage. I think once he actually starts playing, people are going to you know, it's going to be kind of the same. But all the uh, talk is going to be about Zion versus LeBron. Zion versus LeBron. This well, isn't a prediction, thing. folks. This is a spoiler. To quote well, the thing that's Paul Heyman. The thing that stinks about it is that although the Pelicans, you know, were, I would say, favored to do okay, they haven't really played too well as of yet. But they have been making games very interesting. They have been, without question. Um, So it's going to be one of those, unfortunately – and I mean, I'm going to call this right now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I don't have the reads like you do, but I mean, I'm pretty sure that he's going to become the savior of New Orleans. Mm. Uh. I know it's pretty tough. I mean, it's bad enough that they're starting to compare Luka Doncic to LeBron James. But now that I'm hearing this malarkey, it is just frustrating. Which I don't really know about that. I I like Luka. Once again, it's it's not about Luka. And and that's the thing I need for you to understand. It's not about Luka. It's about getting LeBron James' name in everything. If you watch anything, ESPN, FS1, any of those type of programming – Somehow, somewhere, they're gonna slip LeBron James' name in there. It's like a, it's like a, uh, um, earworm. Like it's just in the back of your head. It's like a song that you just can't get out your head. Like LeBron James. Oh crap! It's in my head now. Uh, it's almost like a, uh, like a drinking game. Yeah. yeah. You hear LeBron name? No, no. I don't. I don't want to die from alcohol poisoning. So <laughs> I'm good. I mean, that's kind of how it is, though. I mean, it is. So you hear LeBron, you know, just. Take a shot. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's rough. It's definitely rough. I, I don't know. I think the only thing I can think of is that the Lakers haven't been good for the last couple of years. People are like so excited. 
and it's just coming through so wrong. Like, but I from, mean, I wish they had that same energy for the Knicks. For the, oh my gosh, let's. Uh, I mean, but, but we've been two. We're two and one since that press conference. Nobody knows anything about that. But no one cares. <laughs> No one knows anything about this press conference. I mean, it's, like, it's you know. Remember what I said a long time ago, and everything came right back to fruition. From since the end of the regular season, no, heck, since the end of LeBron James' season last year until today, every single day the media talks about the Lakers. Mm. Since then, so it overshadowed. Uh, pe- people who are trying to jockey for a playoff spot. It uh, overshadowed the playoffs itself. It overshadowed the finals. It overshadowed the um, lead up to the draft, even though that they didn't do a good job covering all the players for the draft other than Zion. It right. you know overshadowed free agency because apparently the Lakers are going to get absolutely everyone in free agency. That's right. They and they did. had no money to do so. They didn't. You know, they, they overtook the preseason. We have people talking about MVPs in the preseason. I remember. We're talking about championships in the preseason. In the preseason. Yeah. And now since suddenly they're, you know, on top of the uh, NBA, now people are already crowning them. Stop it. Yeah. In that article, that same Bleacher Report power ranking, it said, and I quote, Although Kimba Walker's having a great season, you know, and he will be in MVP talks, he won't even sniff an MVP vote. <laughs> and and I didn't even read the article, and I knew. Yeah. <laughs> I knew. In quote. Yeah, it's, it's it's pretty crazy. Pretty this crazy. is why we're. This is why we do what we do, folks, because we want to give you an objective, collective conversation about sports. We're not going to just, and this might be the last time we talk about the Lakers for a while, unless there's like a huge injury. Because yeah, we've I done this before. That. We've done this with the Cavs. Oh, yeah. With the Cavs, and I think I mentioned this, I mean, they're not doing too bad. Okay. Not great. But they're okay. They're okay. They're okay. But that's because they actually, you know, planned for the future without LeBron instead of hoping that he would have resigned, which was smarter than what they did the first time they lost him. And I'm not going to get into that freaking rant about why I am highly disappointed with the Cavaliers fan base. And I think we tried to talk me down from it, but y'all need to go back and listen to it. (laughs) They would, yeah, they would have to just go back and listen because I mean, it wasn't, it was an epic rant. Of great proportions. And you know I was right, though. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I mean, you had a, a GM and an owner that said that they, you know, I think it was the owner, Gilbert, the owner. who said that they would they would, they would, would win a championship before LeBron in Miami. And, and the fans are hoopla. burning their jersey, which began that stupid trend. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. Pretty stupid. Um, but, I mean, this has been... The hat trick. I mean, the media really did it all uh, this the, week. The, the media really, really crapped the bed on this one, folks. <laughs> literally, uh, figuratively, literally. I mean, it, it's been really, really rough to watch. Yeah, it's pretty bad. But, folks, um, but, that's the end of this segment. Uh, when we come back, we're going to give you our uh, two minute drill. So, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, after every show, we like to do what's called a two-minute drill, where we go over topics that we didn't get a chance to cover during the show. John Gotti. Derek Jeter is one of 18 newcomers for the 2020 Hall of Fame ballot, who is most likely to be an overwhelming choice to join fellow teammate and unanimous uh, first-time Hall of Famer Mariano the Sandman Rivera. Doc? Hear ye, hear ye. The AP Top 25 and Coaches Poll for Week 3 of Men's College Basketball Rankings released yesterday with the Doc's Dukies moving up to number one, Louisville number two, and Michigan State falling to number three. Prof. Congrats to the Dukies. And my Knickerbockers since the infamous uh, press conference with the GM and the president are now two and one since then. And I put out a tweet that could actually come true. So let's see what happens. Doc. And that will be all for our show. Thank you again for tuning in. And I hope you all have a great Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Debate Books, friends. Give us a follow on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also listen to all of our Debate Amongst Friends podcasts here on Anchor, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iTunes. And like we always say, goodbye, and to all, a good night. L-E-S-G. Peace, Oh, thank you.